0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Back of the Grid. We're back. We're back with more content for you all. Um, this week we're going to talk about some news. Chris got some news for us, and we're going to talk about some Formula One car liveries and Formula yeah. One cars in general because there are a few to talk about. Um, all bar one, I think, at this point have been mm-hmm. released, and we've actually seen the uh, Alfa Romeo anyway. So we'll get to that in a bit. Um,
1: The guys are here. Hi, Chris. Hi, Tom. Hi, hi.
2: Hi.
1: How are we both doing? Good. Excited. It's my favorite time of the season. It is the best time of the season. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. The the races are like whatever. I'm just here for the car launches. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, Um, not necessarily all that
0: downhill because we had some news this week about from the FIA hearing, and I think a lot of people may have gotten what they wanted. I guess it depends on your position, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you want to take us through that, Chris?
1: Yeah, so I guess I guess the positivity of the news depends on your position following Abu Dhabi, but. Yeah, so we knew the F1 Commission was having a meeting in London last week um, and FYI President Mohamed Ben Solyamun has released a statement since then. Um, They've essentially announced the changes that are going to be made but haven't revealed what the report contained, which uh, a lot of people feel like they need to be as Clear and as open as possible on this process, but right now it seems like they're not going to. But I guess the headline change of it all is uh Michael Massey's out of the race director job. He Um. gone. He's gone, which sort of surprised me if I'm honest. I'd I'd gone back and forwards on it. I'd sort of landed back on maybe they were going to keep him, but no, he's out. They're gonna offer him another job within the FIA, apparently what that will be. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's just a, a desk Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Um so he's gonna his job is gonna be replaced alternately by um Niels Wittich and Eduardo Fritas. Um so Eduardo Fritas is the current uh, World Endurance Championship race director. Uh, and he also mm-hmm. does European Le Mans series and Asian Le Mans series. Uh most notably with him, he's apparently known for he's very much of the school of like the track ends at the white lines and being extremely strict on track limits. So that could be an interesting change of philosophy going forward for F1. Mar-
0: Martin Brundle will
1: be happy. Yes,
0: we're yeah. very happy.
2: I am happy. <laughs> I'm pretty happy yeah. about that, to be honest.
1: I think it's needed that for a while, hasn't it? So
2: yeah.
1: after but years it- of like, how do we possibly define track limits? Like there's a line painted right there. No, yeah. not that. Definitely not that. <laughs> Um, and then Niels Wittich is the current DTM race director, or at least he wasn't until the end of last season. He's now um, resigned from that role. He was actually already due to take charge of F2 and F3 next year. Yeah, he was I was about to say, adding... he, was,
2: he was kind of already on his way over to um, like open wheel racing, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's adding F1 to that list as well. Uh, and then the the other new name, well, old name, but... Returning is Herbie Blash, who... Yeah, the best name. The yeah, best name of so, Herbie. For a good those name. of you who don't recognize that name, uh, he started off life as a mechanic and a team manager um, back in the day. Then he moved to the deputy race director role under uh, Charlie Whiting, who was Michael Massey's predecessor. And he did that from 1995 until 2016. Um, and he's returning as a permanent senior advisor to the new race directors. So what do we think about all of that?
0: um wow wow there's quite a lot there to absorb hmm. so um let's, yeah, let's sort of piece break it of down time. bit by bit yeah so <clears throat> um her, uh, neil uh, who, how do i <laughs> do this one, there, lot, just so much was one. said so much <laughs> Let, was
1: said let's start with how do we feel i guess a about michael massey going and then b about the race director john being shared between two people Okay,
0: Massey going is a very good place to start, I think. Um, that combat... Well, let, no, let's go back even further to the point that the FI didn't release the results of the investigation. That's, that's significant, I think. And I think the what they have... To, you know, the, the, the telling everyone what they're going to do or showing everyone the results of the investigation... Makes for a pretty damning investigation, right? Like, if they mm, felt yeah. the need to boot out the race director,
1: then obviously something went really, really badly wrong. You don't have some, to read far between the lines months. to see what this investigation threw up, do mm. you? Like, yeah,
2: yeah, it wasn't severe enough for them to remove him from the FIA completely. Bear that in mind. Yeah, in their in true, be, that's true. Because he's still a, he's still appointed within the FIA. There's no specifics as to what yet, but yeah, this is Gardner. not like a yeah, this is not like a like a complete. He's gone, and it could. You were about to say gardening leave, then in like akin to jokes made in the past about like people being on gardening leave, but there is quite a big possibility that it's just a he's been moved to elsewhere in the FIA for the foreseeable, and then in six months it, it'll it'll be gone be quietly, and, yeah. quietly disposed mm. of. <laughs> and it is, I mean, the whole fact that this came out whilst Ferrari were revealing, Ferrari were revealing their car, yeah. to me would say that they're trying to basically get rid of him as quietly and unnoticed as possible. Yeah. Like they well, want I mean, him the gone, but they don't want people to know it, about it, which is weird.
0: It, it's too big of a thing to brush under the carpet though, isn't it? Exactly. Like people. Uh, a lot people of people are, are not... <laughs> 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 of course and they will keep trying but a lot of people are not going to accept just that thing on its own as a result and the these sort of remedies that they've come up with yeah. like people want to know how they've come to the conclusion that they had to make these remedies right yeah. and <laughs> the only way you can come to that conclusion is if is if you if you release that information that must be pretty damning for like the the result of the championship possibly to play Mm -hmm. well i I don't think it is playing devil's advocate i think it's pretty obvious that if they did say how they'd come to this conclusion that it would almost invalidate the the result of the championship and that's obviously why they haven't come out and said how they've got to these conclusions um Mm. And really, at this point, I guess it's just down to the fans and and the media to, to make a decision. You either sort of hunt them down and keep hounding them and keep trying to get them to release the report, which it's up to them whether or not they do it, when really, realistically, are we ever going to see that report? Probably not. No, um, if we haven't by now, we're never going to it, i yeah.
1: not or
0: we can move on and look at all the shiny new cars.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what they're hoping, isn't it? It's like... yeah. The the timing was very deliberate, mm. but there we go. Um, but yeah, so that's the massy part of it. I think yeah, I think we've covered yeah. that. Has anyone got any more to add to that little snippet? Not really. I my my biggest fear was that they would kind of get rid of him in a sort of making him a scapegoat kind of way, and nothing else would change. And I am glad at least that doesn't seem to be the case. Like yeah. the way they announced this rafter change, and we'll get to the rest of them. Like the race director change was almost like a little addendum on the end of the list of things they're changing like it it wasn't like a good news everyone michael massey's gone everything is solved like that's not the approach they took which is which is a good thing that is a good thing because it was obvious that that wasn't the
0: only problem i think yeah exactly Uh, that again that's plain to see i think that, and the problem they have solved is like a a big problem was it's too big of a job everyone's been saying it everyone all the content creators all the media everyone's been saying it's just too big of a job for one man to do, especially Mm -hmm. across a race weekend when there's other formulas to worry about. So it's good news that they've got you know more people in to do this job, for sure.
1: That being said, I think a thing a lot of people have been crying out for for a long time now in F1 is consistency. Mm -hmm. And I feel like having the race director job alternating between two people He's not going to aid more consistency.
2: No, but there's, there is a consistent figure there in Herbert, and there is mm-hmm. also consistency in the external FIA-based like review team. I can't remember what the proper terminology they use for it was, they... but it's essentially like Yavar in soccer ball, and it's like <laughs> it's like the NFL sending it to New York for a video review. Like it's the it's a league authority overviewing the sport. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. an overall authority. Which, which is the, I think the is virtual race good control, thing control room
1: is what they're calling it.
2: That's the one. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that, thing, that thing's a good idea and should hopefully help provide some consistency as well.
1: I did think when he announced that and he, like, compared it to VAR...
2: A sort of thought. Are you
1: sure that's the comparison like, you want yeah, to compare?
2: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. the best one, was it? But <laughs> it really is. wasn't. And I think in terms of setup, that's the kind of thing that they they're trying to yeah. in in suggest. a sport
0: where in a sport where VAR is designed to see whether or not an object has gone across a line, <laughs> and mm. it fails to do it properly mm-hmm. so often. Yeah, I don't think VAR is a very good compa- comparison for Formula One, is it? Not I mean, at all. Um, yeah.
1: So I think let's that's by the by.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, so th- that sounds like there's going to be more aiding and assistance to the race director. Obviously, having Herbie yeah. Blash there as this senior advisor, I, I would hope these new race directors would, you know, will lean on his experience. And the two of them are both far more experienced than Michael Massey was when he took the role on. So I think it is all positive stuff. Um I'm interested to see how these two new guys sort of change the policing of the rules in F1 and whether there's a difference between the two of them. I'd like to think they all sort of work close enough together that they will sort of come to a consensus between them of how things are done, because you don't want the way things are policed flip-flopping race on race, do you?
2: No, and like I said, I don't think it will. I mean, in, in my head, the way I sort of see this is, The virtual race control are essentially there to assist with um, kind of cut and dry on the track rule break decisions. Mm -hmm. And the race director more role is more, I would assume, going to become things that involve like actual trackside positioning, like being there. So, in terms of like things like. You know, track inspections, curb changes, safety around the circuit. Essentially, the race director is going to be involved with that, and like the actual control of the race and decision review, in theory, will be through them. But probably dealt with by the the virtual race control. Is is how yeah. I envisage yeah. it from what what's been said. Not saying that the... that is fact, but that would make most sense to me from what they've said.
1: Because the race director needs to be concentrating on what is happening now,
2: not what yeah. has
1: already happened. So exactly. I guess it gives the race director the option to be like, hey, guys, can you have a look at this thing that's just happened? I'm still busy concentrating yeah. on the things that are actually happening in real time that I need to react to. Like
0: Exactly that. I'm still busy concentrating on making sure that the rules are followed, making sure that yeah. the processes yeah. that we've got in place to make this sport work are being followed and making sure that every everyone's safe. as yeah, well. Yeah, making sure all the trucks yeah. are off the track before I send the cars out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, for all example. that kind of thing, and I do, and making sure and and to facilitate that, I need to not have team bosses in my ear, mm-hmm. you know, telling me what to do in that particular moment, har- harrying me like 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 kids. Yeah. Sort of which which <laughs> just
1: nice, just... nicely tees up the next change, which was uh, the direct radio communications are going to be removed to protect the race director from outside pressure, which I think everyone's been calling for. Um, they said it will still be possible to ask questions to the race director according to a well-defined and non-intrusive process. Okay. Um, Do you know what s- that process is? They ha- they haven't outlined it. My assumption would be teams will be able to like send questions via a third party who will then... Give them to the race director at an appropriate time, but
2: it's done via flow diagram. Like, is your is your problem related to your vehicle, or B your driver, or C <laughs> another team? C it'll be Am- okay. yeah, Amazon Web Service's team- live chat. <laughs> Which oh, team God. is your complaint related to? Red Bull. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Yeah, that's the options: Red Bull or other.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and then the Red Bull version get Mercedes or other. <laughs> yeah. I do I do
0: love the idea of just sending them down like an endless path of, of machine <laughs> yeah, phone calls, <laughs> Like, like you yeah, like you've called Curries to do
2: a return. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> exactly return. Rip ripping like... his hair out on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it should be exactly like that. <laughs> um
1: and then the final thing that um, he said in all of this was that the unlapping procedures behind the safety car will be reassessed by the F1 Sporting Advisory Committee and presented to the next F1 commission prior to the start of the season, which is the day before um, Bahrain. This I find weird. This, I I don't think there's anything
0: wrong with it. I think you just have to follow the rules that are already written to it.
3: Kind
1: of, yeah. Yeah,
2: I think I think they need to make sure that there's no technical loophole that that, that can be because obviously that was the whole argument at the end of the season wasn't it is that it says lapped cars will unlap blah 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 but it doesn't say all lap like stupid technicalities yeah. in terms of wording just bullet point it with a literal rule that is every lapped car will be able to will then unlap themselves yeah the race will then commence cars, on yeah. the next lap with no like Because that was the other one as well. It was the whole thing of, well, they're supposed to complete a full lap once they've unlapped themselves. So it was wrong on two counts. Like there Mm -hmm. there was basically two points that were like breached according to the regulations, and 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 that's that side of it. So that's
0: that's true. And they they were always breached, but they remember the way they got around it was just uh, through a completely different regulation that was basically saying the race that needs to go as he wants. That's that's the one that really needs to go. Not the race. Not the safety car restart. Rules, they're fine. It's the yeah, it, it was the let's whole... give the race director Carte Blanche to do whatever he wants. Yeah, rule that yeah. we need to get rid of.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I think I think the rules that were sort of exploited through that should be tightened up, and it should be lit- literally yeah. written as it is: all cars or none. And yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's a bit of a it's it's a bit of a down on the end of the season that it finishes behind a safety car, but at the end of the day, there wouldn't be the controversy and the issues that we've had. And, and, what the season, whole what, and what a season we had! Argument as well. and stuff.
0: We had such so. a good season anyway that I wouldn't have minded. I mean, it's, it's easy to say because I, you know, I wouldn't have minded if they'd if if the crash had happened a lap earlier and they'd unlapped everyone and it was just a one lap duel between a fair one lap duel between the two. Then I would have been totally okay with that. That would have been absolutely yeah. fine because we had a totally fantastic season all year. It was neck and neck the whole time, and what a fitting way it would have been to end it. Well, not not necessarily a fitting way, I guess, because you want to see him earn the championship over a season, not just from one last gasp at the end. Yeah. But still at the same time, like rules are there to be... I would much rather see rules implemented and followed properly within the sport than broken for the sake of entertainment. For, yeah, exactly. For, yeah. You know, for fakes. For exactly. Make less, <laughs> I don't want to see the sport be turned into fake sport, which is what happened in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And all this stuff needs to be all of it collectively needs to be looked at is my point not just the safety car rules like th- there's a whole lot yeah. more in there yeah. that needs to be taken care of in order to ensure that entertainment doesn't take priority over sport ultimately
1: and I'm, and I'm hoping these like kind of fresh eyes on it that are coming in will help take things back more in that direction yeah i would like to think time.
2: yeah yeah I, I mean i'd be very interested to see what the Obviously, the two new race directors coming from, like, sports car racing backgrounds, like, potentially bring to that role now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm really I think pleased a lot, that that's happening. Yeah. I, I think yeah. there's a lot of things that F1 in particular um, is very guilty of from, like, a sort of a rules and regulations point of view that I don't think those two will take lightly in you know in terms of like this whole like the the whole corner corner cutting thing and track limits thing there's a lot of stuff that those guys coming from sports cars will be like nope rules are rules and that is a white line and you stay this side of it i hope i hope
0: yeah i think you know formula one is a very much a bubble a lot of the time even as a Mm. motorsport like even separate from other motorsports yeah formula one is very much like its own thing especially since the liberty media takeover. i think it's, it's sort mm-hmm. of become even more separate from motorsport as a whole um and definitely moved more into the realms of sort of entertainment reality tv which is great because it means that there's more jobs in formula one and and you know more people watch it and more people can enjoy the world that we all love um but there has to be a line and you you can't just indefinitely keep turning it into mm-hmm. yeah you know you can't indefinitely make it go further and further and further up its own arse. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it has to, true. there has to, it has to, because if that happens, then it does just become pure entertainment. And what it, it still needs to be put, it needs to be maybe reined back a little bit and pulled mm-hmm. back into the world of mo- actual motorsport. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, this, the, these things that are happening, the positive from all this is that all these things that are happening are things that are, that point towards that it has been sort of, it does feel like it's kind of being reined in before we as we lead into the season. Yeah. Um. So I'm all for that. This this whole conversation has obviously been done to death, so we mustn't sort of stay on this for too much longer. But um, final thoughts before we go into the next bit. That are you are you guys happy that
1: it's you know that are you happy with these changes overall? Yeah. All all in all, it's yeah. it's change. It seems to be positive change in the right direction. I'm I'm hopeful.
2: Yeah, like I'm, I'm happy with the people that they're appointing and where they're appointing them. I'm happy with the virtual race control decisions and and that they're reviewing the the rules and everything that were related to this incident and hopefully wider, like you said before, Stu. So, I mean, it's it's all positive change for me, and mm-hmm. it was needed. It was solely needed, even before yep. Abu Dhabi. Let's point that out. Like yeah, I, I was going to say, some like, of, even some of these things will. There's been arguments and debate rumbling for not even just the season just gone, like the last couple of years, uh, maybe even further back than that. And I think a lot of these changes go towards doing something about that as well. And that's why I see them as such a positive because it's, yes, they're dealing with an incident at hand, but they're also dealing with what are the wider fundamental flaws that have ultimately led to this one Yeah boiling point moment uh, that's like caused everything to erupt and it's yep, like yep. looking back at where you know what's what faults have occurred where and when and trying to do something about the whole thing and and reset that that sector exactly. of the sport and i think that's yep. can be seen as nothing but positive yep
0: yeah totally agree definitely feeling better going into the new season yeah. the 2022 mm-hmm. season cool 100%. shall we move on to the next um snippet
1: yeah, re- really quickly, because this is a weird one and we, we want to get on to talk <laughs> about the new cars. So th- th- there's news all over the place about Andretti joining Formula One. Um, it basically all comes from Mario Andretti, out of the blue, tweeted that his son Michael has applied to enter a new F1 team. Um, I think it's Andretti Global is the name they're using for the 2024 season they've already got all these partnerships and like links with various personnel, um, an engine supplier that they've had conversations with, um, that they'd be definitely having an American driver and everyone started talking about Colton to being the most obvious choice for that. Um, the FIA then released a statement saying that um, they are not currently in a position to consider any potential new Formula One teams. And it basically seems like Michael Andretti has had a conversation with the FIA about the potential of this. And Mario has just gone, rey, Andretti Formula One team. We've just oh kind of <laughs> gone off on, on Twitter. Because <laughs> um, we, know, we know Michael Andretti had um, some pretty extensive meetings with Sauber last year, which in the end came to nothing. And I think he sort of basically said like, that was like one route they wanted to go down. But if that didn't work out, they'd look at the potential of just starting a brand new team. So it's definitely something he seems determined to do. But all of these stories in recent days about Andretti on the way to Formula One may be a tiny bit premature. Yeah.
0: How do you feel Hmm. about it? Do do you want to see Andretti and Andretti I think it'd be great.
1: I think it'd be really good, yeah. Like, they're a huge name in racing. Like, they're in all sorts of series all over the place. I think... You know, with the greatest respect to Haas, having a proper American team in Formula 1 would only be a good thing, especially if they're going to commit to having an American driver as well, which I think is something F1 yeah. is missing at the moment. So it'd be a really good thing. Yeah, I think
0: so. Um It'd be good to have more than one American. I suppose a, a, a Haas, a Haas even American anymore. Who knows? But mm-hmm. um Not for it, long. Yeah. It, <clears throat> It would be it would be nice to see a, fully <laughs> a hard no from Wesley in the chat on a, that. Fully, a fully fledged American team with American yeah. drivers. There's there's definitely a, you know a, a deficit a dearth of American drivers in in Formula One and on the road to Formula yeah. One. I think like it's, yeah. they just don't seem to. A, I, think, well, I think there's plenty of people who even want it. I just don't think the path for them is there no, because everything's geared towards NASCAR and did, yeah. geared towards um uh, IndyCar? Uh, IndyCar. So, thank you. So, um, it is hard, I guess, for them to get through. It. And there's so much money in NASCAR and IndyCar as well. Why mm. would you... And you can get there so much easier, I guess, <laughs> than mm-hmm. Formula One. Well, why I, would I you think... put yourself through it? yeah, yeah
2: when, when you're based in the states that's the case like i mean yes we see um a pretty large selection of south americans make it in formula one like you know from brazil and the yeah. like however most of those leave their respective homes in mm-hmm. their yeah. teens to come, come, come europe. to europe and compete and i think that's the that's essentially the thing that cuts that Central and North America driver market off because yeah. they've they've got so many facilities and paths within racing within North America that they tend yeah. to stay there. And like you say, they end up in IndyCar, NASCAR, whatever kind of line they're going down. But the those from South America tend to kind of give up being at home to race in Europe. And the Americans, I guess the Americans that really specifically want F1 do it, like Logan Sargent, obviously, has gone out of his way to make sure that he is in that career path. And uh, obviously Rossi did, even though Rossi Mm. went back to America for IndyCar, he still put himself in that position to be in Europe and racing. So it's not like nobody does it, but I think the, they're definitely more the mindset of it's Formula 1 or nothing for me. Like that is what my yeah, aim Yeah, is. yeah.
0: I think pretty much every Formula 1 driver has to have that mindset otherwise <laughs> yeah. you just don't get to Formula 1 without it. I think, True. but I, my, my point is I guess that it's so bloody expensive to get even yeah. to Formula 3, never mind Formula yeah. 2, Formula 1. Um, even, you know, junior open wheel racing is eye-wateringly expensive and I think when you factor in the fact that they can stay at home and do all that and get there's a lot probably a lot more sponsorship available for them in the states yeah and the sponsors in the states probably want you the more interested in you staying in for the majority are probably much more interested in you staying in the states and selling to the people Mm. in the states because it's very united states oriented sport isn't it yeah Yeah. motorsport when when it gets geared that way in a particular country, I guess it's, it makes it much, much more difficult for them to escape that kind of force field of being pulled back in by your your USA sponsors.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. I'm like, not
0: speaking for this. This is all theory, by the way. This is not it's, knowledge. It's, this, is yeah, this but is it's just what I'm coming up with on the spot. It's just a wild assumption, but it
2: just seems it to make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, it seems yeah, it, to make it, sense. It, it does make sense. Like, I mean, one of the IndyCars for years has been sponsored by Target, hasn't it? Like. Yeah, then they're not going to care if a driver wants to go to Europe and sponsor, get sponsored exactly, in Europe. it's yeah, yeah. it's irrelevant to them. So exactly, yeah, so it's pointless to them. So I mean, yeah. the closest thing you get to that is like a Walmart group, and then you'd end up with Asda on the side <laughs> of the car in yeah, red. Yeah. It's like it doesn't and really I, translate as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It just... I drive for Team Asda. Asda <laughs> <Smart> F1 Not <team. laughs> Price F1. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Isn't um, that harsh? Uh, oh no! Uh, oh. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> um, <You just> <laughs> I do think like
1: like the narrative of an IndyCar driver coming over to F1 would be amazing though like remember when Alonso went to do IndyCar and like how big a deal that was of like someone sort of crossing the pond I think going the opposite direction would be like just as big a deal it'd be very cool to see um, but it, this also sounds like just Mario Andretti getting a bit overexcited yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll I'd
0: like I, to see it I'd like yeah, to see I it I, we need more teams. There needs to be more Formula 1 teams. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, and I'm you surprised... Know,
1: there's a room for 26 cars on that grid, and there's only 20 on it. Which is why that FIA statement surprised me. It was just like, yeah. no, we're not really considering new teams right now. It's like, really? Maybe what they were really saying is we're not considering new teams right now Unless they're part of the VW Audi group,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Because yeah, every, every, that's not a secret, is it, that they're
0: trying to get sort no, of Audi at VW all. in. So it's a very, very, very strange thing very to say. Strange. Maybe they were just. It seems like a slapdown to me. Kind of does, but like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. we right. should probably talk about some new cars. New, new cars. cars. All right. Liveries. All right, liveries, All right. Liveries. Everyone, calm down. Um, how do you want to do this? Shall we rate the cars or are we saving that for another episode? No, or I think. Are we saving that for after testing or do you want to rate liveries?
1: Let's 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 rate, let's talk about liveries yeah yeah let's 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 rate some liveries and we'll for the cars we've actually seen the real versions of i guess we can talk a little bit about what the the cars are like physically as well
3: okay yeah
1: so we're going to okay. start the rating down at the bottom
0: rating will be say <laughs> oh let's rank it down as a water, uh, five and that's stone <laughs> oh, stone cold abomination
1: literal rank, rankings little yeah. ratings
0: yeah um and then Sorry. we'll work our way up to I'm now a Ferrari fan
3: how about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's start with Haas Haas let you know, concentrate let's try and concentrate purely on li- on delivery with this one because it, they have come out and said that it's just a 3D model of the sort of well, show car that Formula well, 1 well, you sent can, uh, Yeah yeah they've can been see on track today
2: the, the track yeah have it's they? It's not, they not even remotely the same car. Completely different car. There's is it? Not, well, that's, nothing, good. that's a good nothing thing. Nothing matches whatsoever. Yeah, which is hundred percent a good thing. But yeah, front wings different, side pods are different, rear wings like everything is different considerably. Okay, <laughs> so
0: so livery, livery. Let's talk specifically about the livery though.
2: Livery. It um, is very much a reign of. We decided not to bother spending anything on redoing the livery because it's all gone into development of the Aero, which is fine. Mm
1: i guess yes, that's fine it, it was a, a
2: copy paste job
1: <laughs> it was a fine out of 10 livery last year and it's a fine out of 10 livery this year it's not terrible it's not exciting in the slightest it's it's
0: meh, i don't
1: hate that yeah that's basically. That's, that's good <laughs> or, or you could you could go a step further and say it's
2: the budgetile insane insane <laughs> kind of yeah is. I mean, it does look from certain angles a bit like those kind of budget, you know, when you get like shops own brand cornflakes yeah. and it, it just yeah, says yeah. cornflakes on the corn box. Flakes. That's basically what that is. It's just an own brand Haas. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: It's the Formula yeah. own brand car. Yeah. <laughs> own brand. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, yeah, I, there's not much to be said about delivery on that. Is no. the yeah, it? I mean, yeah.
0: It's, it's is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. literally. Oh wow, the car is um, very different, isn't it? The actual yeah. on-track car. Mm. Um, I do prefer the the car on track. Actually, looking yeah, at the, looking at these two photos yeah. that Sarah sent us, um, much, much, much nicer. I mean, the side pods looked so weird on the on the render that these Bizarre. are, yeah. like the strangest looking side pods. But the real car actually, <laughs> it looks like it's part of the sort of wide, thin. Um, Tide Pod Intake Club which is a club that I want to be part of <laughs>
2: <laughs> because, because the next. hips
0: don't lie um, next <laughs> it's uh, Red, Red Bull next Red Bull Red Bull Red Bull Red Bull, Red Bull went
1: sh- short excursion to South Africa there Red Bull yeah. boring on board of it it's boring livery and I'm bored of it that's my yeah, opinion it's, I, it's, I mean
2: it's, it's the same is it go,
1: yeah it's the same it is Copiest. just I to say it's got a bit of a
0: longer nose. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, they, they moved the yellow, the yellow up up a front's bit. longer. Wow, That's yeah. It. The funny thing was is that somebody, I, I, sorry, I can't remember whoever you were out there in the internet world, but someone on Twitter pointed out that when Red Bull posted a picture of, are you ready to see the new Red Bull RB18? the picture that they used to tweet that was the exactly the same picture they used for last year's liver reveal of somebody like applying the red <laughs> yeah, bull decal to the to the yellow airbox. <sighs> it was like literally <sighs> the and drop. Didn't yeah. even bother taking a new photo. No.
1: Um, so. In terms of the car itself, it's been the most anonymous so far. They've they've yep. Like there's been a few sneaky shots of it, but nothing official. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing of note really has come from that is that they seem to be using pull rod front suspension and McLaren are the only yeah. other team so far that are doing that. Um, whether that will have much significance in terms of performance yet to be seen, I suppose. But
2: yeah. yeah. i tell you one thing um, I do like about this, that, I, that it's one of the things that not many teams have really done this year because of the homologation of the wheels. But... On the reveal car, there was like a red alloy rim. And I really yeah, I like that. Because n- like nobody's done anything to the to the wheels, from what I can tell. And that Mercedes, was like the most a unique thing. Mercedes done a bit of paint job on theirs.
0: But I, I do think like there is something about these wheels that makes me really sad. Because you've got all yeah. these really, really... Some of these cars look absolutely stunning. And then they basically look like they've got Steelies on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which...
2: Especially I mean, I when there's such a nice BBS but... wheel underneath as well. When you, if you actually take yeah, that cover yeah. Yeah, off, yeah, this is it. You see like, the wheel underneath. I'm, it's a lovely wheel. Yeah, I'm a, I'm oh a bit. Of, I to be... Be... It's
0: fine. I'm a bit of a car guy. <laughs> I like wheels, and I can't see wheels on this car. That on car any kind of these look like
1: they've nicked them from a Renault Clio or something like.
0: Yeah, it's literally like they've. It's like they've got. A, they've got this. Just stuck the spare on it. You know, yeah. it's like a, they look like Space <laughs> savers, yeah. So oh, wow. yeah, but but in serious, no, the Red Bull um, side pods look cool. If we're talking about the shape of the car, I like I like this again. I like the, the side pod openings. It does look like of of the of those early sort of launches. It was definitely the most complete looking launch car. That's because um, it was the show car. I, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think it looks the the shape of it does look pretty cool. But if the heart is anything to go by, it could look completely different by the time it's yeah. on track. So. Um, I have a the feeling wheelchair. they might be
1: hiding something
0: innovative on that car. They're definitely definitely going to be hiding. Yeah. It. I mean this is the team that that painted exhaust pipes onto this yeah, exactly. car one year. So hmm. of course they're hiding something. Um who are we doing next? Let's have a look. It's Aston Martin.
1: Yes. Um Up with all the gills, big time yeah. gill fest.
2: There's a the first one we saw like that, wasn't it? Mm. it was 3. So f- few few sins.
1: It's the, the Aston Martin's probably the car that looks most unlike all the other cars, and that worries me.
2: Hmm. Mm. It's either genius or disaster, isn't it, when you're that different, I think.
1: Well, I think it was um, Scarbs was saying that like it looks like they've gone down the sort of safer route, whereas other teams have gone down the slightly more risky design routes that have got more like top-level potential. Um, mm. It's big. It's a big old wide boy, isn't it? Um, it is a wide boy. The gills look pods. cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, a bit the, worried about that car.
0: Well, the gills. I think they've gone down a similar route to some bigger teams with the gill, with the big gill sort of situation. Um, but again, like being a render, it's it is hard to you know, when I look at the side pods on that car in that render, like, they're part of the sort of small
1: square 90s side pod mm. kind of crew. Mm-hmm. The render um, is pretty representative of the physical car they showed, though, I think. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty representative of it. Yeah. Yeah. So... But livery-wise,
0: you know, the colour, I do like that colour. Hopefully they've, they had an issue last year with their colour being not quite bright enough on track. Yeah. Which it looks, this does look a little bit brighter than last year's to me. Hopefully when you see it on track,
2: that'll
1: come out. And bringing the lime green in as well. It looks like so much better than the pink.
2: It's, I mean, yes, it was obviously a sponsorship thing, but to have like what is, for me, the modern day Aston racing colours of that, you know, that darker green with the yeah. lime.
0: Yeah, with the sort of strips. highlighter pen.
2: Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a much much nicer version of what we had last year. Again, it's not that dissimilar from the previous year's livery, but the change in colour does actually make quite a significant difference when you think about yeah.
0: it. I say highlighter pen, I, I don't mean it disparagingly. I just no. mean it in a, no, a, a colour likeness. Is. that's the colour yeah. you think of. That's the colour you think of yeah. when you think of a highlighter pen. Like yeah, exactly. It's, the, yeah. it's that bright fluorescent yellow sort of color, isn't it? Um, and that also, had, like, t- to me, that color is reminiscent of like the heart. Uh, not the, what am I talking about? Of the uh, Brown GP days, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which, which you know, it, those colors are. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a cool color. Um, yeah, I do like the livery. I, it's nice and subtle. I like the subtleties of it. I like it. it's. It's quite minimalist, um, and it just gets the job done. It gives you that Aston Martin color, and that's what Aston Martin should be all about.
2: Yeah. I think the most significant thing for me with it from a from an aero point of view is just how aggressive they're being at trying to get air under the front wing for the floor. Mm. They're the mo- they're definitely the most aggressive of all the teams I've seen with that. Yeah, um, e- Even when we saw it on track, like it was still pretty obvious that that nose was as high as it could be within regulations compared to some of the other teams. Mm. So like a lot of teams have gone for that hole. Detached bottom plane on the wing, so that the end of the nose and then the bottom plane of the front wing, like air goes un- like through that gap. Whereas what Aston appear to have done is kind of almost got the the wing to kind of pull up towards the nose uh, to mm-hmm. to get as much air underneath it as possible. So I, that's that's kind of a a banker or bust kind of thing, isn't it? That you could like, like
1: I crawl think, underneath that front wing. It's so high. Yeah, it either <laughs>
2: work really well for them and other teams will start thinking, oh, maybe we need to think about like getting more to the floor or it's going to go horribly wrong and they're going to have to adapt to everybody else's way of doing <laughs> yeah. it. It's, could go either way or that. Mm.
0: I think what it tells you over everything is that the the front wing is a lot less crucial to the flow of air for the car than what yeah. it has been in previous seasons. I think that if, if, they're not, if they're relying on that element a lot less than they were, then they're obviously trying to channel their undisturbed air to the to the underfloor of the car so you can't really see what's going on we've not seen what's going on underneath the front wing of that car like there could be some clever strakes or something clever going on there that we can't see which is yeah a reason why a lot of
1: teams seem to be having like a double t-tray sort of thing going on under there which is quite interesting
0: i mean it could even be
1: that they've just got a
0: really really high suspension setup because they don't quite know how the suspension is going to work with these new tires yet and Mm. they're just yeah, just it could just be taking it easy for the uh, for the shakedown it could be could something be. As simple as that when you see it racing and qualifying and in qualifying it could be just as low as all the others they just didn't want to scratch the under underfloor because they don't have many floors mm-hmm. at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know it's 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 hard to tell isn't it it's so early such such early days but I think as a car what it looks like I think it does look cool I, yeah I, it does I, I do have time for it and I think that the the shapes around the, the rear of the car the coke bottle zone and stuff I think the like you said, they're playing it safe. Hopefully, it'll do them well. The last thing I'll say about this car is, shame about the Steely's. <laughs> yeah,
2: as as with all of them. <laughs> you say that for every car. <laughs> uh,
1: the next one is the McLaren. So to, to piggyback off the front wing talk, so... So what you were saying about how the front wing itself seems, it seems like there's less importance in generating downforce from the front wing and more about the airflow behind it to get into the tunnels and whatnot. The McLaren seems to have, like most of the teams seem to be trying to get the planes of the front wing out wide in front of the wheels to maximize the airflow through the middle. The McLaren seem to have much more inboard front wing than anyone else which worries me a little bit like the airflow to the center of the car to get to the tunnel seems a lot this seems to get have to get through a lot more stuff on the mclaren to get to the floor of the car right which again is it is this them getting it wrong or is this them getting it right and no one else has come up with what they have come up with but yeah. it, it concerns me about the mclaren mm. um i like the capsule say,
0: shaped side pods yeah the side, side, pods side are very cool. entries it's another, another car that's got nice side pods, n- nice side, nice cooling inlets, nice side pod inlets. Because there's a few, I, and I, I I point this out because there are a few that I've got really boxy, nasty looking side pod entries, which I really don't yeah. like. The Aston being one of them, actually. Yeah. Um, Livery colours wise, they've got the free golf. Have got a free title sponsor livery. Haven't you they? stole my joke. Mm-hmm. I've made that
1: joke everywhere, and you nicked it. You have. I did. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh no, that's so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it is so true, though. It's like it's like. Oh, people seem to like those golf colours. Let's basically do them again, but not put yeah, as many ye- golf logos on it. Yeah,
0: although they did do like this crazy um sort of. Neon light thing at their launch So does that mean yeah. that it's got some sort of like Fluorescence to it or some UV
1: well, thing Well, have you the seen thi- the picture of the car Actually on track today in It's natural so light. bright, you need no.
2: shades To look at that car in the <laughs> Hang light Hang on, I'll really? share the
1: picture right now Yeah, there quite You, quite go. Like you need that.
2: shades, yeah. man <laughs> it, is,
1: it looks so much better in natural Whoa. light Than it does in the
2: studio yeah.
1: Oh my, <laughs> giddy on. that looks really cool It's a good looking
0: car um, Ooh I just if became
1: that, more of a, oh wow that, oh in that bright sun just yeah, absolutely it looks fantastic great.
2: yeah
1: like if I was being really picky I think the front wing would look better in the blue or maybe in black and like there's uh, the livery design itself there's a few things I will pick out but for the most part it's just a very cool looking car I'm i I'm a big fan yeah mm. I
0: think in this fact, I know the some people missed the electric
1: now, blue the... that they had before but
0: yeah I must admit
1: I missed I, that I a little
2: like bit. I kind of like this blue more than the the other one i think
1: i think it's just I nice think... that it's like it's it's the same but different it is keeping the, the sort of general design language and the general kind of uh, theme they've gone for but it's just like freshening up a bit and tweaking it a bit and i think that's yeah. that's, what, that's why Red Bull I... have me so much like at least i've changed something
2: still <laughs> guess what they've painted the steelies too
1: Yes, H- they've got blue they? circles on them. Yeah,
2: they've got like a little <laughs> blue thing with a McLaren badge on it that obviously just looks like a blue circle while the car's moving. Oh but, yeah, I see it. <laughs> but it, it was on, um, when it was on track today in Barcelona. That was still. I didn't. I wasn't sure if that was like a, um, a launch thing. A launch thing. Yeah, just to like mm. style the car up a bit, like that sort of weird little alternate flash thing that yeah. you've got of it, like in black and orange. But it has had those on the car today. Those little blue things. So the wheels don't look as bad as some of the others. <laughs> Well. Oh, no. I do think um, the
1: IndyCar liveries they revealed at the same time look a little better than the F1 car does, but um, still still very yeah. cool. You mentioned the blue. You mentioned the, the the darker blue. I actually
0: really liked that color blue on that car yeah. with, that, with that shade of orange. And actually, like in the launch photos, I wasn't sure about it. Um, probably really unpopularly, I wasn't really sure about that baby blue shade of blue with the McLaren orange. I think it's just a bit. I think if you're going to do a golf livery, do a golf livery. Yeah, but and yeah. this is kind of like a nod to it. Whereas I, I'm not here for that. I'm not. If you, I, I want I, go big or go home. With the <laughs> do it or don't do it. You know, um, and this seeing it in seeing it on track and in actual natural sunlight, I think it it does really pop. It does look really really cool.
2: He, he's definitely one of those that once he's on track improves. Like they don't all. They don't always change, do they? But this is definitely one of those where I think the studio scenario didn't give it the justice it deserved, and it does look a lot better on track.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, front wing already looks different to the launch car as yeah, well in the does. shakedown photo. So, yeah. Um,
1: all that chat about front wing, Chris. <laughs> it, it, even different. so, <laughs> I, I, I double checked the shakedown photo before I said that to make sure I wasn't talking <laughs> absolute <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, there is.
0: There is a. I will. I will admit there is a lot of gubbins there. For, uh, for the air yeah, to get through but I'm I'm sh- they know what they're doing they know what they're doing they're not they don't mess around at McLaren um, yep. and they've been on the right path for the last few years so mm-hmm. this could be this could be the McLaren yeah this you know this is exactly. the car that's supposed to do it for him last thing I'll say about it share about the steelies <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: but at least they have got blue um, on them
0: <laughs> yeah they do uh, yeah share about the painted steelies maybe I should just <laughs> there we go. get rid of the nice wheels on my car which I don't have anymore and um,
1: paint some <laughs> steelies and put that. Yeah, buy some cheap steelies, paint <laughs> a stripe on them. Yeah, call it put good. a blue
2: stripe on it. You're good, mate. <laughs> no, it's move like to, an F1 car, mate. It's cool. Move to the Canary <laughs> to the Canary steelies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> move to Tenerife. Right, next one. Um, can you say that? I don't even know. Um,
1: Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri next. Um, it's been one of my favourite liveries the last couple of years. It's an evolution of that. I like what they've done with it. It no longer has the white wheels, so zero out of ten. <laughs> so you want the wheels? Yeah, it's a roundabout way of saying shame about the steelies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, <laughs> is. it's like the, the white um, rims on the Alphatare last year were the best thing on the grid, and I've got rid of them, so I'm, I'm mad at them. <laughs> but he does need to call the, the car The
0: steelies on the AlphaTari actually look particularly boring. They just look like in the yeah, fo- in the photos, the, in the renders, they're just flat slate. They've gone like a complete opposite direction, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. Um they're also part of the nasty square boxy um sidepod yep. inlet crew as well, which mm-hmm. it's not that's not a crew that's not a club I want to be in. Um, they're really 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 square on this. And I don't know yeah. whether that's just launch fo- uh, launch render or cuz we have have we seen this car in person yet? I
1: think there's been glimpses of it. There's there's been enough glimpses that I've read that they have um push rod front suspension so they're not just um copying red bull's design which is good to know at least <laughs> um but yeah there's not been much of the of the real car from them okay
0: um i'm just trying to skip through photos of it and it's just giving me photos of other cars on the So, <laughs> which is just not much to see. quite annoying um no, I think as a livery, I, I I do like it overall. I think, like you said, it is an evolution of last year's, if if, if not a copy and paste of last year's onto a different shaped car. And well, then somebody hit
2: invert. Somebody hit invert for definite on last year's, but I I still like it. I I do you know what? As much as I liked last year's, I think I actually prefer the inverted version that we've got this year.
1: Yeah, I think if the colours were the other way around, it would look a lot better.
2: No, I'm I'm the opposite. I think I oh really this way this year's way around. Oh, interesting. It, yeah. Oh, um,
0: you like last year? I'm pretty sure last year's had the blue down the down the bonnet down the front of it. Because I use yeah, that it's more, the, a, it's more
2: uh, the back. It's more the back yeah. is different. Oh, okay. So like the the airbox was blue with the white oh, on with it, the white on it. Now it's yeah, yeah. white with yeah. blue on it. And I think I actually prefer that this season. Yeah but, okay.
0: Yeah. even so, it's, it's,
2: it's up there as one of my favorites nice of car. what we've seen anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, not much more to say about that one really Williams mm. I like the Williams I think the Williams looks like what the Alpine should have looked like <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, um, it's a
0: cool
1: looking car It is my, my problem with the Williams is in the studio shots you've got all these cool kind of diamond design on the back with the different shades of blue Then, now I admit the photos were taken on a very grim rainy day at Silverstone, Mm -hmm. but on track, it all just kind of merges into one sort of blue mess and there's not really much definition. Um, It kind of looks like a jester's outfit. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Which I don't do you I know like. The, mean, like... The, yeah, I do. The design itself, I like. I just, I think the blues they've used are too similar, and it all kind of meshes together. Um, I don't think the red details are adding that much to it either. Um, I don't hate it. Don't love it. It's kind of don't, where I am I with the Williams. Yeah. And it's... how do you feel
0: about the Steely's on the Williams?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, they, they're as bad as they are in every Steely's. They look like steelies. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean,
2: just I was just gonna say it just looks like a modern Tyrell. It's blue. Mm. Like the like Tyrrell was always blue and this is blue. I I get why people sort of do like this, but it, I don't know, it just it's down somewhere down for me. Sorry, yeah. everyone. You think this but... you think
0: this car do you wh- hang on, this is a serious question for both of us. <laughs> it's, not, it's
2: not even in my top three. Probably no, not no. maybe, do you maybe, think, maybe not even my top Okay, five.
0: okay. Okay, okay. Let let me ask the bloody question, will you? Ask it. <laughs> um, what do you prefer, this year's Williams livery or last year's Williams livery? It's
2: better than last year's Williams livery. Yeah.
0: Is that the review? Better than Consider- last year's. Yeah. yeah.
2: Considering considering it's just a blue car. Yeah. And that reminds me of a Tyrrell.
1: <laughs> and this is the thing. I I as much as like I'm not a huge fan of what they've done. I do hope this is the beginning of them kind of finding a new sort of identity because the last few seasons we've just had like something new and different every year and just like uh, Williams seemed to have lost that kind of look like you know you you think of Williams like there's so many iconic looks I've had over the years and the Mm. last few years have just been like just kind of nothing cars
0: do you know Mm. what I think it looks like as a car overall including delivery I think it looks like the default Formula One car <laughs> if you know what I mean,
1: like it, it like looks like the my very team much, car on the games,
0: kind what? of, yeah. Like it looks, it looks like sort of you know, it, it looks like it should, even the shape of the car, everything about it, it looks like a Formula One car should look like it doesn't look particularly outlandish or amazing or, yeah. or crazy, like it's gonna win every race of the season, um but it doesn't look like it's gonna be slow either. Mm-hmm. And, artistically livery wise it's non-offensive it's, it doesn't offend me mm. in any way but it doesn't necessarily excite me in any way either it's very yeah. middle of the road
2: it, it's another one my... of those that's giving free sponsorship to an oil company though because much like Golf are getting free deals with mclaren valvoline are getting free deals from yeah Williams, as many people have already pointed out like that whole light blue and red v on the car weird. very weird. Oh, yes, but that's supposed
0: to be a W. That, I think that's meant to be a W,
1: isn't it? It's
2: not that it? I mean, it's a V. <laughs> it's definitely a, w, a Valvoline V, mate. It, it's a half a W.
1: <laughs> that's um, what it
0: reminded me of, Valvoline. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, it feels like I'm in, like, Forza Motorsport or something, and I've basically gone, which of these default stock brands do I want to build my livery around? Yeah. Ah, Valvoline. So I'm going to make my car fit this one logo that I want to stick on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, In terms of the car itself, um, like side pods, there seems to be like quite tightly packaged and whatever. It does, I've seen some suggestions that if you see a front-on shot of the actual car that they were running at Silverstone, it kind of looks like they're using the side crash structure to sort of split the side pod inlets in two. And I've seen some suggestions that what they might be doing is underneath the crash structure is where they suck air in for cooling. And above the crash structure, they're just sucking that air in and they're like channeling it over the bodywork and kind of out the back to feed the beam wing underneath the rear wing, which is yeah, you can, potentially sort of, interesting.
2: You can kind of see that Very, bar, can't you, inside the, yeah. um, inside the air could, intake? Could be quite a draggy way of doing it. But potentially,
1: yeah. yeah. Williams have been making draggy cars for a good number of years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, to be on brand, also so true. Um,
0: so, overall, we're not offended by the Williams, are we? We, we just don't love it, just, don't, hate it. Don't, yeah, really just don't hate it.
2: Indifferent is probably the best word for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do the next one yet. Uh, Mercedes, <laughs> I want to talk Ooh. about next.
1: Mercedes. It's silver again.
2: I mean, um, yeah it's just the old livery back isn't it like
1: <laughs> yep they hilariously um this is one of the few cars that didn't leak and they released some images on twitter at the same time as they showed the car on the live stream and everyone was like well you've just tweeted a bunch of pictures of a different car because we can <laughs> yeah. see the real one and it's obviously it a completely different, different, so different. car <laughs> <Yeah. Very> different. <laughs> which i thought um, was hilarious
0: yeah. Um so livery wise I like the I like it when you're facing front on what they've done with the red this year. They've gone a little yes. bit further with the red. So you've got this sort of key line that runs around the rear wing and around mm-hmm. the um uh, the airbox at the top. And on the yeah. front edge, yeah. of, really cool. yeah, front edge well. of the wheel. Yeah, front edge of the wheel like that. Yeah, yeah. In, inside Very of the front nice
2: wing end plates as well
0: yeah Um, Um, the numbers are a bit small I think on this one I think it's going to be difficult to tell who's in the car yeah for the commentators Crofty's
1: going to have an even tougher time than he has anyway Um, especially now George has swapped to a black helmet as well so it's not even like the helmets are wildly different colours yeah Um, Steely's on this one actually don't look too bad. I don't
0: think. I've, I've I quite got the, like the sort of AMG logo yeah, rotating yeah. around them. I think that's a nice touch. I think obviously this render is 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 way different from the real car as well. And I can't remember exactly what the real car looks like because I'm looking at a render. <laughs> yeah,
3: Go on. But
0: But um, I, like I like the I like. I quite. I think they've reorganized the the stars. They've gone back to the stars along the back of the um, bodywork, leading from the airbox to the diffuser. From last year, they had like an AMG oh, pattern so thing, which yeah, just looked kind of shoehorned on. Yeah, and this time they're they're back to the stars. They've made them much bigger, the stars, but still, I think they look legit. I think that's a yeah. nice looking
1: way of doing it's it. It's really it is nice when
2: they don't put their sponsorship logos like horribly over the top of them.
1: Yeah, they're clearly like, I've, oh no, we haven't got this sticker on. We'll just pop it yeah. there, kind of yeah, the team like, Viewer, you know, the way of yeah. spying on your employees, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like. In the render, it's quite nicely organized and all those logos fit yeah. in between the stars quite quite nicely. But then on the, the real car that ran, it was kind of just a bit like, oops, we forgot to put the sponsor logos <laughs> in, stick them in. Uh, hmm. So that was a shame. But yeah, the AMG thing is on the Steelies. The Steelies don't look as nice in real life, though, Stu. Yeah, do you want I'll give pic- you want one. a picture of it in yeah, hit real me, life. Hit me with a picture. Hit I'll give you a picture of it in real life. They're not as nice. They're definitely an improvement on the default Steelies, but they're not They're not as good in real life as oh, they are. No. The oh, no. You've uh, seen them. You've seen them. Yeah, they're still Steelies, aren't they? The, yeah, like on the render, it looked like a, there, there was more of a solid single <clears throat> yeah, cover like to it. Yeah, they're
0: like flat as a single cover, yeah. but these have got that Whereas, weird
2: sort
1: of Steely dip to them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The Steely dip.
2: <laughs> the Steely dip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um I do love the front and re- rear wings just entirely in the like Patronus teal, though. They look great. Yeah, and they- like they- they've had a few years of kind of having those sort of like wispy teal lines down the side. And mm. the first time I did that looked good and I thought that design, like, it got away from a little bit. And now they've just gone back to one, like, bold teal line down the side with yeah. the sort of black inside like looks so good um yeah like obviously they have had the black livery for the last couple of seasons and i think to move away from that given sort of the reasons they had it in the first place like it's kind of a big deal in a lot of ways and i think this is a very if they'd have just gone back to what they had before it would have been a little bit meh but this is yeah. like very new and different and I, I really like it. it's my favorite looking mercedes in a number of years
0: yeah.
1: It's, yeah definitely. it's 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 nice and clean. I will say in terms of the design of the car itself, I think the Mercedes is probably the closest looking to the previous regulations. It's the least mm. it's the least 2022 show car looking car, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean which I thought could that be a good we, thing. Mm. Yeah, I thought that with some of the some of the shots like the the main body looked almost like they just built the new front and <clears throat> rear end around the old body. It was yeah. really weird to look at. Like there was the side definitely... on especially. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, but that is what we obviously knew them being good for anyway, is <clears throat> being able to package that engine and, and what they've done with it. So they've obviously been able to carry that forward into the new regulations and take advantage of it. And, yeah, depending on, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be very interesting to see how this runs compared to a lot of the cars that are obviously using the larger side pods with the louvre gills down the back to get that hot air out and manage that to an advantage compared to this that's gone so slim and is obviously throwing it all out down the rear. Yeah, so yeah. it'd be very interesting it, it to see is the a difference.
0: Very big opening at the back, isn't it? For it, mm, yeah. Um, but there are there are plates on that body of that car that. Could be replaced with sort of big time louvers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big old panels that that could be swapped out for louvers there. Yeah. I think both on the, on the bane sort of engine cover and just above the side pods as well. So I think you'll see. Obviously, you always this is always the case with Formula One cars. You'll see different error packages for different cooling requirements, and that's just yeah, that's just always been Formula One, and it's that's not going to change because if it didn't, then you'd have a car that literally wouldn't run in a hot temperature, or you'd get a lot <laughs> more yeah, breakdowns.
2: By first, it wouldn't yeah. run as efficiently in the cooler temperatures when you want to retain yeah. the heat. So, but
0: yeah, interesting looking car. Um, very interested to see what they bring to testing. I think. Yeah, as well. yeah. I, I, because I don't think this car is going to look quite the same. Testing, um, in the boxy side pod, uh, cooling vents club as well, but less, less obnoxiously. I yeah. Would say. yeah,
2: less aggressively box shaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much I like this livery though compared to some of the others we've talked about. I. I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't say I would rank this livery right up at the very. You know. You know. Up. Up with. I'm now a Ferrari fan. Like I think <laughs> it's definitely more towards the supermarket cheap aisle than it is the. No, actually, no. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not to but it's. It's. It's more to it's maybe just above the Williams. This is a Formula One car.
1: Isle. Okay, I, I think I like <laughs> it me. more than that, but yeah, it's definitely not like it's not in my top three. I don't think I feel like I've seen it before. That's what it looks like to me. That's
0: the mm, island. I mean, I put it in
2: the. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it before. I it's don't. it's the, the livery before they went to the black livery with the added touches of Ineos red. Basically, mm. it's, yeah,
1: it's my. Faith. I just
0: dug this one out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then well put red really on plans. it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Alpine gave us two liveries today mm. um, So we this only happened about an hour ago One hour or two ago And we haven't talked about this yet So I'm fascinated to see what you guys think of this Well weirdly I haven't
0: seen the pink I've only seen the legit livery I haven't seen the pink one until right that, that, Literally so, just
1: now So There were actually three Alpine liveries revealed today <laughs> There was a, a leaked completely pink car a little while yep. before the launch, and everybody lost their minds because they were expecting something really cool and just saw this entirely pink car. It turns out that was just like a BWT show car that everyone was losing their minds over. Yeah. Um, so then the main livery is the blue and pink one, but then for the first two races of the season, they're running a predominantly pink car to sort of, you know, celebrate the new sponsorship of the BWT. Wow. So what do you um, guys think of it?
0: Okay, let's go with the let's talk about the pink one first, then we'll talk about the real one
1: after that. So well, the pink the, one will be easy to talk about. It's, it's pink. pink. It's a racing point. <laughs> it's just yeah. a racing point, it's, isn't it, with it's Alpine any, written on
2: it? Any car that's ever been sponsored by BWT ever. Yeah. Like any series, they just make the car pink and put a big BWT logo down the side of it. How quickly will Crofty call it the racing point? Oh immediately. FP1. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he'll make a joke about it.
1: Yeah, he's already yeah. thinking
0: of puns. Yeah, he literally is. He'll do it by accident in inverted commas and then make some blame joke about it. Just another BWT livery. They all look like BWT liveries. Yeah. The, the real livery, mm-hmm. I think, is much more interesting. I think it's just the right level of pink and just the right level of alpine, I said to someone earlier.
2: Yeah, I agree with that assessment. I think it's not overboard... Like where they took over the racing point, which I guess probably comes from the fact that Alpines are factory team, so they don't need to pander to the sponsorship money as much. It's more, so it's more a more 50 50 deal, essentially, isn't it? Whereas mm-hmm. the the whole yeah. racing point was we need money plus for our car. Shit <laughs>
0: your money. Like,
2: yeah, <laughs> we'll put whatever you want on the car. <laughs> so it's, but I think as well, going back to like where they were with at Aston last year, obviously. Pink and green just does not go in any way remotely like what pink and blue does. So I think it's just a better color match, like for for the car, which I think just makes it a lot easier on the eye than trying to force it into other yeah. other cars schemes. Anyway, um, they, but, they
0: they haven't gone full. We'll sell you our soul. They've just gone <laughs> two. Yeah. Ra- we'll tell you. We'll sell you our soul for two races, and then
1: we want our soul back, please. because we can yeah, carry yeah. on? Yeah. Then, then you can procedures. have the side pods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I love it. I, I really like it. Like, it's it's mad. It It's bonkers and it shouldn't work, and it does. Like, I think the... Yeah, I'm with you there. The the Castrol logo and the Mapfree logo, like, they're a shame. They never have to be there because sponsorship, but it's just the red bits are a bit of a shame. But, like, in terms of the rest of it, it's just this, like,
2: synthwave... Yeah, neon <laughs> nightmare. and I, I love
3: it. <laughs> I mean, That's such I mean, a good analysis. Uh,
2: as somebody whose like online presence is predominantly blue and pink logos, I must admit <laughs> I have I do like it. But <laughs> yeah. I think I have a bias considering all my logos online are blue and pink. <laughs> in
1: that Just whole vibe, like, like <laughs> the the pink around the air intake at the top, and oh, it's great. I love it. I really like it. Surf mean, wave. I, it it's the it's the klaxons
0: of Formula One.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they've like done a better job than what I thought was going to happen which was basically mm-hmm. I thought they were going to take last year's livery and just replace all the red with pink is kind of yeah. how I foresaw this going and I'm glad that that's not what's happened and it's panned out the way it has
0: well, it has for two races but after that it hasn't well yeah um, <laughs> yeah I think it's cool how close is it I think this is pretty this car as well is pretty close to I'm now a Ferrari fan for me like I, it's in my top three. Yeah, Ooh, I would say it's so. Not, I think it's like not it's, my
2: top three. We're sort we there. seem
0: to be slowly moving away from the Beluga
1: zone into a more streamlined-looking sort of well, no Beluga boys. boys. <laughs> well, this is very much a render of a show car at the moment. In fact, they, they as good as admitted in the presentation that you'll see the real car tomorrow. So by the time okay. you listen to this, you'll have already seen it. But. Well then, I'm gonna retract that comment until I've seen the car tomorrow. I'm but livery-wise, to it looks wicked. Yeah, interesting how the Beluga Zone fits into the new regulations if they keep going down that uh, that path. People who've yeah. not been listening to the podcast for a while are gonna have no idea what we're talking about right now. But no. I'm <laughs> but, sure we'll just, talk just, about that a, more they'll, once they'll we've seen the real to, car. They'll just have to go back and listen to the archive. I think there's literally um, a podcast. From last year, called yep. the Beluga Zone, so that's it's the one to
2: listen to. <laughs> it is. There's definitely a, a podcast from this time last year where it got referenced as the Beluga Boys or the Beluga Zone mm-hmm. or something.
1: <laughs> <A> Stew <laughs> special <laughs> that one. Yeah, classic.
2: I mean, um, this episode probably going to end up being titled about the Steelies. So it's th- these season yeah, ones are Stew specials definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the so it's either going to be Steelies, Steely's or the Slim Sidepod Club. Sidepod Club. <laughs> The, the slide pods. It's not going to be like, pod. you not say yeah. it? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll park that. Um, <laughs> I, I do. I love the opening of the side pods on this one. I've got a thing this year for thin, wide side pods. So it's short, wide side mm, pods. There seems to be and the theme car, of that. I definitely
2: don't themes. like the square ones. I've gathered no. that much from this no, season. No, the
0: square ones look like they haven't been designed They just look like, oh, there's an opening. Let's make it an opening there. Whereas these look like they fit in with the cars. These look even almost as cool as the Ferrari ones, Um, which I guess uh, the last thing I'll say about it, it's a shame about the Steelies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's talk about, let's quickly go do the Alfa Romeo because we haven't actually seen it. And then we'll talk about the, the reason we're all here. Um, Which will be the Ferrari? Um, Spoilers. So the the Alfa Romeo is doing like a camo livery, so it's not the real livery, but it is the real. It was the first of the real cars that we saw. Yeah.
1: Um, Thoughts. It's hard to tell. It doesn't look like they're doing anything particularly outlandish with it. It looks maybe like they. I think much like. well, it's not the same design philosophy as the Aston Martin, but like we are saying about them, it just looks like they've maybe gone a little safe with the car design. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. It's difficult to tell exactly, isn't it, with that camo livery on, but it it does look a little bit like, I don't know, like definitely on that verge of trying to channel the air underneath, like you say with the Aston. Not, mm-hmm. not as aggressively, but definitely along those lines. The side pods look very large as well, akin to the Aston Martin. Yeah. So, yeah. What was weird is in those pictures of it on track in camouflage when Bottas was driving it, because of his helmet being like that sort of matte black and white with the little hints of blue, genuinely at one point, I couldn't find the driver in the car because he just disappeared <laughs> into the camouflage. I was like, who's even in it? And then <laughs> no. I sort of just could make out the visor in the middle. Self-driving technology on the air. Uh, yeah. On the off that's of the ship. That's, that's, that's <laughs> their breakthrough this season. There is yeah, no driver. Yeah. The drivers <laughs> are just
0: passengers. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, th- yeah, deep Coke bottle zone f- around the bottom of the car. Massive, massive side pods, but they could just be blacked out and be smaller, for yeah. all you know, from, from that. Um, front wing looks interesting, um, a little bit different from some of the other cars. Kind of flattens out. This is something they've been doing for the last few years. Is like flattening out the bottom outer edge of their yeah. front wing, and it feels mm-hmm. like maybe that could have been a lot of prep work leading into sort of this car. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it look, the front looks kind of boxy, though, doesn't it? Like the, the f- on on these images that I'm seeing, like it doesn't it's- look.
1: It looks unremarkable, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah.
2: I tell you, the one thing that I sort of found most interesting about it is it's, again, it's difficult to tell because of the, the kind of pictures that we've had. But the thing that I know that stood out the most to me is, I feel like they're the only team that's kind of got that rounded out and then disappearing away side pod. Like if you look at the side pod, they sort of they're up above the floor. And there's like a whole like channel underneath the side pod that's channeling yeah. it around to the rear diffuser. And I think that's fairly Big time unique. Coke bottle. Yeah, like but even those that are sort of Coke bottling, the, the side pods kind of come down to the floor, whereas the alpha looked like they sort of ended before the floor and then there was a huge channel underneath them which mm. is it's one of those things that it might just be a bit of an illusion because of the camo livery and the kind of pictures we've had Yeah, because that's a wild def- livery isn't it yeah mm. it looks it looks unique at least in that that respect mm. so it would be interesting say, to see uh, the real thing
0: livery wise yeah I'm excited to see the actual livery when it comes out on Sunday I believe after testing uh, it's hmm. my,
3: their, their, I'm their livery launches I think
0: it's, it's, now, the, I think it's the, Sunday
2: yeah, it was on oh, okay. like twenty seventh is the official date they put on it, if I remember right, which would be Sunday, I believe, or Saturday. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. So it's after the. That's first what I've got in my calendar. That's what, and I've been doing. Which is so cool because cool. it means i going to go testing in the camo livery, which I've got time for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. that that'd be cool if they do. I, 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 last season, I, I've always liked the Alfa Romeo livery. I, l- I like the red colour of it, and I like the the way that works with the white, and it's, it's usually quite bold. I think last season wasn't mm-hmm. amazing, but like. Couple of seasons before that, they've had some really nice ones. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I I look forward to seeing the actual livery. I've, I always enjoy a camo livery, a, a temporary livery for for testing. It's always yeah, me fun. Too. Um, share about the Steelys, though. Next one <laughs> is um, <clears throat> the reason why we are all here. Um, I, <laughs> I I just I can't even begin
1: to tell you how much I love this car. Here's it a sentence looks, I never thought I would say. The Ferrari is my favourite looking car on the grid by
2: some margin. Yeah, by it's a mile. so
1: good. I'm, it looks I'm like very, a
2: demon. I'm very, very surprised you two have come like to my side for that. I thought yeah, I was going to have to defend really? this decision <laughs> of like, nah. that is my favourite.
1: I, I adore it
2: no so defense good.
1: required
0: thin side pods it looks super super low like because of the profile of those side pods and because of the way the shape of the body from the front it looks lower than even though it's built to like specs it look just visually seems to be lower to the ground than yes. any of the other cars
2: because of the angle of some of the photography as well there was a picture that was uh, it was part of the mercedes launch stuff on the F1 website and it compares the, it compares the mercedes to the ferrari and the head on shots it just looks like the completely different series of cars <laughs> yeah. and it's i mean it's partly due to the angle that they're doing the comparison of like the two very different angles to compare but it just looks comical how different they actually look cuz of that Which-
1: which is brilliant, though, because there was a lot of fear that with these new rules that F1 would look a bit spec series. And when you look at all of these cars side by side, it couldn't be further from that. Like, and, I love yeah, how I many think, different interpretations we've got.
2: Yeah, I think the two things that have stood out for me with all of them that we've seen now is I'm very pleased with how much difference there is between them, for a start, because, again, like you say, that was one of the fears. But also, like, pretty much none of them have ended up the same as the... Uh, the preview car, or whatever you want to call it, like the one, yeah. the one that we've seen. And yeah. I, I, yes, fair enough, we've seen some liveries on them for reveal purposes and render purposes. But the actual finished cars, none of them look like that. And especially the rear wing. The rear wing is the thing that seems to be the most dramatic part of it. Oh, and I, I thought the new rear wing on the show car looked quite dramatic in, in in a lot of angles but yeah what the teams have actually done with it is insane to some degree like
3: yeah
2: it looks like a bench
0: can we can we just talk more about this ferrari
1: please
2: <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, i do want no, to talk more about ferrari of I can.
1: so i i was worried with santander coming back as a sponsor that they'd go back down the like the sort of look they had when Alonso was there with a lot of white on the car, which I always hated. And mm. it couldn't be further than that. Like, it, it looks like the early 90s Ferraris with the black front and rear yeah. wing, which are, like, always been my favourite looking ones. Yeah. But, like, they've not done the thing where they add loads of black to, like, the side or the rear of the car. Like, there's still lots of red there. They've just left the black at the front and back. Yeah, like, and along the bottom. Yeah, the yellow stripe along the front of the... um. Sort of wheel the cover wheel board winglets, things, yeah. just like just a little extra. It's it's so good, and yeah, then yeah. and then those side pods, like what oh, is going on there? It's gorgeous, and then the the actual yeah the, the the sort of the the body
0: the cooling strikes down the down the body of the car. The dip in the side pods that it's goes down. It's like dip.
2: a it's like sort of, thing that gets me, yeah, yeah it's like a bird
1: feeder or some crazy thing. Like it's just it almost absolutely insane. It almost reminds me of the 2011 McLaren, McLaren which is the with one the with the, the, the like, yeah, 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 yeah. they're like L-shaped inlets um, which yeah. is one of my favorite F1 cars. So that's probably why I like this Ferrari so much. I always remember that car because Jensen Button went out of the
0: pits at Monaco with his fans covered the fans the bungs still in those uh, yeah. didn't even make Basically, it to the grid. To be, didn't make it to the grid,
1: overheated and yeah. died. Um, so but yeah, hopefully that'll never happen. Hopefully this car will live <laughs> forever because <laughs> yeah. well I love the th- it. The thing we have to say is, and it's the question Wesley's just asked in the chat, Ferrari have either got this really right or really wrong because it's so different yeah. to the rest. And...
0: There are some very intentional things on there, aren't there? That's for sure. Like the nose oh, yeah. as well. The, 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 the three component, you know, the modular three component nose is one of the coolest things about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would noticed yeah. this, but like it, is, it comes in three sections. It's not yeah. just the... the the, the the one big nose cone. It's like two separate nose cones that attach together. But obviously, I'm I, I'm sure it'll be taken on and off as one big piece. Mm-hmm. But it just gives them, I guess, a little bit of extra freedom if if <laughs> yeah. they want to change things during between sessions. Um,
1: oh, what else? It, <sighs> so it the 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 dips on the tops of the side pods. It looks like that is them channeling air towards the beam wing because that the the general feeling is that the beam wing which is the smaller wing sort of low down below the main rear wing is going to be a real important area of these regulations so i think they're really focusing on that as a result the side part like the side of the side pods is very just flat and vertical and that Mm. doesn't seem that seems quite unlike everyone else there's not much undercut which is a little bit weird but it, also it, the, the side pod openings are really far forward compared to yeah, the other cars yeah. too,
0: I've noticed. And the, the wing even the wing mirrors, the the like the, the the sort of mounts for the wing mirrors, they are shaped so delicately and like designed so perfectly. It's the first of all the cars to me that looks like I mean, this is a Formula One car, isn't it? This is this is what you when you think of Formula One cars. That's the car you put if, when you're a kid and you love Formula One. That's the poster you've got on your wall mm. that Ferrari. yeah. yeah.
2: There's you know, no doubt about that. The thing that the thing that really stood out for me this, and I think it's the reason I fell in love with it so quickly, is when you look at a Ferrari road car. What you're looking at is essentially something that's been designed to be fast. And beautiful at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is exactly what they've managed That's to channel into the really it's, good way it's, of putting it. It's the perfect Ferrari spirit in that car. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. basically, yeah, it's going to be quick. Well, we hope it is. It's, it's going to be quick. <laughs> but it's going to it's going to look damn good whilst doing it as well. Not, none of this like things just purely for aero's sake. It's like it's going to have an aero advantage, but it's also going to look good whilst uh, having the aero. It's also going to have a
0: soul. That car's got a yeah. soul. That, that a is a Ferrari
2: is spirit in a car, and it's the yeah. first time in a long time. I feel like I've looked at a Ferrari and gone, "That is like a proper Ferrari mm. in terms of an, yeah. an F one car."
1: Um what I think you know about what,
2: it? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: call it right now. Those wing mirrors are illegal and won't be raced. Do you reckon? <clears throat> yeah, I don't think they'll get away with those mounts. There's a few. There's a few got similar. Like, I don't know. I think I've not right. seen any as egregiously being used as (laughs) aero devices as they are, though.
2: That's what they do as Ferrari, isn't it? I mean, as Ferrari, yeah, they got done for that the other year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Shame
0: Shame about the Steelies, though. Shame about the Steelies. Shame about the do On this car, sadly, they do look very much like Steelies. Terrible.
2: (laughs) Terrible. I I really hope at some point someone just snaps a picture of that car without the caps on the wheels so that you can see the the BBS ones. Because even just the the standard BBS thing that's underneath there would improve that yeah, visual that's, that's, the, that's the
0: problem. Like, BBS wheels are sick. They're really, yeah. really cool wheels, usually. Like, I've not really seen a bad set of modern BBS wheels. They all yeah. look sick, and they're just sadly being covered. And, and how bad is that for BBS as well? Like, they're not getting the exposure <laughs> that they should be getting for... Literally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for having... They're being <laughs> hidden away. They're being hidden by these weird wheel... Shroud things, um, yeah. But in conclusion, Steely's aside, that Ferrari looks like a weapon, um, <laughs> yeah. and I can't wait to see Carlos Sainz win the world championship because that, oh, I, yeah. that's, I, I'm a Schudenfreude Freud Formula One fan. I'm a Schudenfreude Freud <laughs> Ferrari fan. Like I can't be just a full Ferrari fan. I've got I've got to have Ferrari win the championship, but not in the way they want. <laughs>
3: that's <what I> want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the only way I can do it. That's the only way I can justify it. <laughs> Somebody in the chat has just sent... Sarah's just sent a picture of snow up to their wind. Yes, yeah, Sarah's listening to us as she's getting snowed in. That is hectic. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so the first test is um, from Wednesday to Friday this week. We'll f- kind of, It's a behind-closed-doors test, isn't it? So it's going to be difficult yeah. for us to see. Yeah, it's see. not a test, is it? It's a...
1: It's, it's quite a shake low-key shakedown. Yeah, it's a shakedown. Yeah. Chill well, session.
2: It's officially, it's not a test either, is it? When you look at the list and it's just like a
1: session. Shakedown and chill. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if it looks like shake a duck and and
2: quacks
0: like a duck, probably a duck. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a test, isn't it? There's going to be content in inverted commas about the test from Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, don't I know it? And... <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm excited to see how it all pans out. Um, we'll obviously be back next week to talk about all that, but before we leave, we've got some inbox to talk about.
2: Is. Uh, keep me
0: Stay It's been a while, but I, I still love it. Um, who's going first? Uh, Tom, you can read the first one.
2: Okay, dokie. Okay. Uh, it would help if I had the document at that point. In time as well, uh, Cornwall says. As it stands, in your opinion, who has thrown down the gauntlet of doing something different? And out of the actual cars we have seen, who is hiding the most?
0: Ferrari obviously have thrown down the gauntlet. there. Yeah, definitely. Looks like an absolute whip. Um, mm. Red Bull, I think, are hiding. I think even the photos of their car didn't really give t- much. I know, like they they say, oh, it's a you know it's a model whatever, but they didn't even. Release a photo that showed anything of their um their sort of bargeboard area. Like every photo was obscured from what I could see. Yeah. So it was difficult to tell if there was anything to really glean from from those mm. photos. So I think and, f- I think Red Bull have got um they're definitely the team with the most to hide. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, um, I think the the most different and kind of throwing down the gauntlet is definitely Ferrari, and again the most hidden is. Definitely the Red Bull. I think it always was expected to be the Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, like, that's kind of how they've always operated. They've right? always yeah. been like that, haven't they? So, it's
0: the modus operandi
1: of Red
2: mm-hmm.
0: Bull. Yeah. Um, should we do the next
2: one? Yeah, next, Michelle. Who has a better
1: chance of driving for Red Bull in the future, Pierre or Alex? Neither. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Can I have Neva? Like, neither? Of those two, it probably is Gasly. Um, but... Of those two Yuri Vips.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's probably where it's gonna end if, up being.
1: If Gasly doesn't go to Red Bull next year, he's never going back there. Yeah. That's my feelings on him.
2: Um, I, I I'm still earmarking him for an Alpine drive once Alonso's not there anymore. Mm. I, I, I genuinely think that he will hang around the Alpha Tauri team and Obviously, providing it's a good car he wants to be in, then when Alonso hangs up the gloves, he will then be jumping in at Alpine, I reckon. Because I, if, Ocon, if Ocon's performing, I don't think Alpine can resist the prospect of a French team with two French drivers. Mm, I don't think they'd be able yeah. to resist that because that's the kind of thing that they love Alpine. They seem to.
0: Until, I... be, un- until Alpine get born, they become Nissan. But yeah, that's changed <laughs> yeah, well, the
3: brand name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there is that. <laughs> I mean, it happened in Formula E, didn't it? Yeah. Um Gasly also a potential future McLaren driver. Maybe when Ricardo either calls it mm. a day or moves on. That's a while away yet, though, isn't it? Is ricardo has got a few years left in him, surely. We'll see how he goes on this season, won't we? Like, I want him to do well, but... I don't now. know. If- I mean, Chris's true, early season yeah, prediction goodness.
2: is damning Ricardo's performance. No, I'm just yeah. saying he needs a good season. Wow. He, he needs a good
1: season, that's all I'm saying.
2: And you're saying he he's not gonna have
1: it. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't put I think, words
0: in I, I think <laughs> Chris <laughs> is kind of right. I think he does need he definitely needs a good season. No. I think he, he would have hoped it would have gone a bit better last season, I think.
2: Yeah, but, yeah um, definitely. Yeah, joking aside, like he needs to come out of the gate pretty strong this yeah, season, he really I really does. think. Yeah.
0: We're on a big, big tangent there, though. Those we really are. are about, yeah, Gasly <laughs> and Alex Albon. Um, Do we answer Jeff, that? <laughs> yeah, Yuri <a> Vips. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> asks, I know we don't speculate on early days rumours, but if Andretti does come to Formula, Formula Series racing, does he replace Sir Frank as everyone's fa- everyone's current favourite privateer? Um, I like that. I like that idea. Like, Yeah. yeah.
2: He kind I, I, of be the only one anyway, wouldn't he? I guess. I guess he would, in you know? yeah. Seems um, like a
1: nice guy. I think they'd like the Andretti family would be a good presence to have in F1. And you can like, mm. although it would be um like Michael running the team, you can see like Mario hanging around in sort of the same way like Nicky Lauda did, and the same way Alan Prost used to, like, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of old wise head in the garage sort of thing. I think it'd be cool to see them around. Yeah. And uh, then the last
2: one. And the last one is Sarah saying, what team, if any, are you most worried has gotten this wrong with the new cars?
0: <laughs> Ferrari. Ferrari, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the amount of raving I've just done about them. It'd be pretty embarrassing if they're slow. Um,
1: well, even if they're slow, it doesn't take away from the fact that it's a good looking car. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's too much soul and not enough speed, maybe. Slow. Yeah, um, yeah. But as someone who has historically not been a Ferrari fan i really want ferrari to be good this year i think f1 needs a strong ferrari this year
2: all the ferrari fans will finally start listening to the podcast because it will <laughs> finally be a supportive environment for them yeah. we have jeff ferrari have some fans. friends we have
0: we have ferrari fans Yeah, who we, like have us. Fan. we know ferrari we have <laughs> <Jeff>. ferrari people
2: <laughs> we have ferrari fan <laughs> jeff <Let's see. laughs> um
0: yeah, and really, like, uh, from the for the sort of proper side to that question, because I, f- I think we, fa- we can be fairly sure that Ferrari's going to be quick, at no. least like top four, I think. But um, I mean, maybe me. not. Chris, Chris is like disagreeing with me because like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: can't, you can't be sure. You can't be sure, I suppose, no. can you? But I, I'm confident. I'm quite confident it, that the Ferrari will be quick. Usually, when they look as good as that, they're quick, aren't they?
2: Yeah. I suppose. I think. I suppose it depends on the angle you take the question as well, though, because it's like, what team, if any, are you most worried has gotten it wrong? Could be, what team do you want to do like well, yeah, yeah, really well, and you think he's has gotten it wrong, and like you may look at something like the Aston and say, I'm looking at that and being a bit worried that that's just so different, but in the wrong way to what Ferrari is so different. I think yeah. McLaren then, for me, and on yeah, McLaren's part. kind of on that bubble mm. of. I hope that they've not been too conservative with it. And that's different to like sort of looking at the Ferrari and thinking, I think that that's like an innovative car and then ending up being wrong about it. But like, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's like two different yeah. angles to the question. So I think my, I'm worried from what I've seen, cars are definitely probably the Aston Martin more than anything. Yeah. But then my, I'm worried because I, I love the look of it and I, I want it to be sort of doing well. And I think it looks like it'll go fast and then being wrong completely about that is definitely the Ferrari. Mm.
0: I feel exactly the same way, but as you, you've literally taken the words out of my mouth. The Aston is the one that I'm the most worried about, but I think there's aspects of that car that do look, again, it's a render car. we have not really properly seen the real one other than that sort of short road test, but it looks quite big in places. Yeah. And that, that gives me concern like that it looking big and it, it just even the way that that car sits there's something different about it and they could have either got it really right or they could have got it yeah, really really yeah. wrong and no we're not going to know until we'll, we'll probably have an idea end of next week yeah but probably end of this I mean, week sorry but the, um
2: there yeah. could always be an element in this though is like because of the way that they're channeling the air under that car I mean there could all be a really good argument that that car takes far more advantage of the the floor arrow and is thus a far better fighting in the pack car as in catching yeah. on cars to make moves. And then it's just a case of it getting there and it might not necessarily have the strength out in front, but it's bearing that midfield fighting through the pack because of the where way, yeah. way they're mm, generating so much for- through the floor. It's a good job they've
0: got two drivers who are famously brilliant at racing wheel to wheel.
2: So I, I'm like I'm trying to see positives in it. Basically, the fact that it's so different, but that's definitely the one that gives me the most concern. I think. Yeah. Oh, in terms of where you'd expect the team to be as well, and what you know what you expect from them at least. Yeah. Close followed by McLaren, sadly. It, mm-hmm. it pains me to say it, but.
1: Mm. Um, Just quickly before we finish, we kept talking about what liveries were and weren't in our top three, but we never actually said what our top threes were. So, should we finish with that?
0: Let's finish with that. Um, Yeah. Number one, Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Number two, Alpine. And number three, probably Aston, livery-wise.
1: Okay. I think for me, it's number one, Ferrari. Number two, McLaren. And number three, Alpine. An Aston, a close fourth, I think, is where I am. Okay. That's four, but okay. that's fine.
2: Okay. <laughs> I I literally tweeted mine a couple of days ago because I'd already decided it was Ferrari, McLaren, Alfa Tauri. However, mm. the Alpine is kind of knocking on the door of that. Yeah. Now, it's turned out to not be what I thought it was going to be originally. But, it, like, Alpine is definitely solidly in that fourth place if it doesn't pick the alpha i think it'll depend on once i've seen them both on track i might swap alpha yeah. tower in alpine round yeah but yeah. at the minute also, the alpha's also for, also for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> overall <laughs> though it's going to be a really
1: good looking grid this year yeah,
2: yeah it is, they think,
0: do look sick they all look sick and loads of variation as well which is great
2: yeah that that was the other thing that i sort of made my point of when i did my little mini list was kind of Although these three are my favorites, there isn't really like a terrible looking one. There isn't, I mean, there's a couple that are a bit like just, well, well, it's a livery, isn't it? Like the Haas we've talked about and stuff, but still doesn't look terrible. Like it's still a decent looking car if you take away what it stands for in occasions. (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Um, Well. I think, what first of all, what a great, well, last of all, what a great question to round off on from Sarah. That's a really, really, really good one. So I'm pleased that we got that one sent in to us. Um, Obviously, everyone watched Testing this week, and I'm sure you'll have loads and loads of questions to ask us from that. So do ask us questions um, whenever you get a chance. Um, You can find us on the internet all around the place. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, just search for Back of the Grid forty one Podcast on Google, or you can get us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, we're on all the things. And, yeah, that's pretty much it from us. So um, we'll, let's all look forward to testing. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you all next week. So see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. I am now a Ferrari, a genuine Ferrari fan. You know, like I'm Mad. not messing around. Like, I, yeah. I. I now like Ferrari. It was until they
1: do something really obnoxious, and then I'll be like, no, 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 I don't like. That <laughs> it was. But... It was the like the car launch more than any other. That like watching it, like I, I put it on and on like, my second screen was works. Like oh, here we go, it'll be a red Ferrari, and like then they unveiled it, and I sat here going like, wow, that's like. It was like proper excitement at a car launch that I've not felt in F1 for a few years years now. Years, years,
0: years.
3: Yeah, yeah, same.
1: Exactly the same. Love it. Love it, love it, love it.